Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, music. this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this Radio. is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jack. Welcome, welcome, everyone. This is Jacqueline Jacks, host of AVA Live Radio, and you are listening to Behind the Music. Today on the show, I have a new song by an artist called Marlo. She's from Queensland, Australia, and she is quite the romantic. The song is about the day you realize you needed someone to come into your life to teach you the beauty of being vulnerable and fully surrendering yourself to falling in love. Well, I know we could all use a little bit of that because love is certainly something that makes the world go round, as well as other things. The music explores themes of unwavering love, heartache, and empowerment, and she is just so poetic in the way she delivers it. I hope you enjoy the song. I'll be right back after this. Mentions to the sky Protect my heart so it would survive But you climbed in like no one else could do The day I knew I needed you I was drifting
what a beautiful new song and certainly such a talented artist. You know, when I was talking to her in the pre-interview, because we always do these feature stories, she had this wonderful attitude that I think was very inspirational. She said, I'm inspired by people, honest human connection and failure, all of the parts of life that make you feel like you're floating above the ground and buried beneath it. Those are the moments I feel most alive and where I intend to find inspiration. Marlo, welcome to AVA Live Radio. How are you? Very good, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. Your song is amazing. I mean, not only so romantic, but it is just, it makes me want to actually go out and, and, you know, let relationships fall where they may. (laughs) Thank you for that. (laughs) Oh, no, thank you. I'm so glad you enjoy it. Tell me about the project itself. Is this single coming to you as a single first or was it part of a, a much larger project right from the beginning? Um, so this single was part of my first EP, um, but it was definitely the song that stuck out the most to me. And I think everyone that worked on the project with me, um, I think it just has this connection and it sparks something within everyone that listens to it and they can relate to it. So I think that's probably why it's been so popular from the EP. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, it, does it come close to the heart? I mean, did you write this after you had a relationship or just got into one? Yeah, yeah. So this one was actually inspired by someone that kind of came into my life at like the most random time. And when he did, he kind of just broke down all of my walls and it made me realize like I needed him to come into my life to teach me so many things about myself and what it's like to love someone. So yeah, it's definitely a very personal song. Yeah, I like the way you put that. It brings back memories, you know, before I got married <laughs> when mm-hmm. I really wanted to get married uh-huh. and and that, the relationship and how, you know, special and different it is. And then, um, you know, it can either go either way. I hate to, I don't, I don't like to cast negative shadows on anything because you really never know in relationships whether they're going to work out or for how long, yeah. you know, and you always are hopeful. But I remember that, that moment those those times when you're feeling really vulnerable, but you just love it because you just feel part of something yeah. very, very special when it works out. You know, that energy is something that's irreplaceable. Yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly what this song is about. And it's kind of, I want most people to listen to it and to realize like whether it works out the way you expected to or not, it's there for a reason and it's changed you and you know, that's kind of what love is. You have to be vulnerable to learn all these things about yourself and about other people. And I think it's good, even if you haven't gone through that, I think your song actually encourages someone to try. And I think that's a really yeah. important oh, thing that you've captured. You know, right? You make you make it yeah. almost seem yeah, like, definitely. wow, I want that feeling. I feel like I'm missing something in my life. And that's a really important thing to capture and something very difficult to do. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's very difficult. I think I wish I had the song like when I was a teenager so I could have listened (laughs) to it. Um, So I'm just glad that I can give that to other people. Oh, that's really nice. You know, they always say in, in... are in creation and marketing, right? So it kind of goes hand in hand because when you're creative, you always do have this this point at which you would love for other people to feel affected by what you've created because it just adds the value to you in so many 
different ways, right? Other than the creation process. And so when you think about it, being able to put out a song that actually is going to give people that kind of value and make them think about life and make them realize that there's so much more to it than just being alone or, you know, just what they might have. Give them, give them a broader view. As a songwriter, does it make yeah. you inspired to write more songs when that happens? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, I think, I mean, even as a songwriter, it happens to me listening to other people's music. And when I do listen to other people's music, I'm like, oh my gosh, and I get so inspired just to write more things. I think if someone yeah. could listen to my song and feel differently after they've listened to it, whether they love it or hate it, if it made them feel something they didn't before, then that's all I can ask for. It's amazing, right? I know. I think about now, we're having this conversation, I'm thinking in my mind about songs that I've listened to that I've recorded before, and the reason why is because they were like at the end of a movie, or they came into my life at some point where I was like, wow, I really wish I wrote that song and I don't mm-hmm. think I could possibly write yeah. a better one. So I'm going to have to record it, right? Where, where, what are those songs yeah. for you? Like, have, can you think of anything that recently you've listened to or that you have in the past that have influenced you into writing something? Um, yeah, actually. So a lot of um, Maggie Rogers' new album has completely inspired me to just not, not be so safe, I guess, when it comes to writing. And like, it's obviously, as a songwriter, it's really hard to sometimes express these parts of yourself and be okay with letting people hear that and learn these things about you. Um, but I think she did that so well. I remember watching an interview with her and it was about uh, one of her songs where she was basically telling her crush that she had a crush on him. And she's like, well, if I tell the world, it doesn't matter if he knows, you know, it's not going to affect me anymore. And I kind of really loved that idea of if I can just let it out and let everyone know this is exactly who I am then nothing can really hurt me. And yeah, that kind of inspired me just to, you know, take that into my everyday life, but then also in my songwriting. Oh, that's a really important concept too. You know, it's not easy to be brave, is it? Sometimes you get into a bubble and you're like, oh, you know, things are going good. <laughs> I don't want to shake it up. But, yeah. you, know, you know, I found yeah. over the years, creatively, I probably am easier at challenging myself, but one-on-one and when things really make a difference, if you screw them up, Right that fear that comes like from, yeah. for an entrepreneur, when you go all in on your business or you're about to invest, you know, a significant amount of time and energy into yourself for something that you is uh, kind of unknown, right? Uncharted territory. How do you get over that fear? How, how do you approach it? Yeah. Um, well, actually that's something that I've been working on a lot this year. I think I've gone through a lot of changes, um, since January, you know, like releasing the EP and just a lot of life changes with relationships and family. And I kind of have learned to love this unknown, uncomfortable part because I find whenever I'm in it, even if it hurts like hell at the moment, uh, mm-hmm. I always learn so much and it kind of shapes who I am as a person. So now at times when I'm not in that, I kind of miss that state where I'm like, oh, but I'm so raw and vulnerable in this state. And I feel like I do some of my best work when things are uncomfortable and I have to push myself. Um, Mm -hmm. So kind of yet to get over those things, I kind of just remind myself how much better off I'm going to be when I get through whatever it is that's difficult. 
Oh gosh, that is so true. Yeah. When you look back at, <laughs> at the years, right. And the experience that you get yeah. over those years and all the things I remember, like whenever something is happening, that's really hard. It feels so intense and it feels like it's just the worst or that you develop an attitude of like, okay, I can get through this because I got through all the other stuff and this is my process. You know, I believe that I'm going to come out okay on the other end, right? So you approach it one of two ways. But then if you think back, like sitting here today, things that I went through six years ago or five years ago, I, I don't even feel that they affected me. Yet I remember now, as you said that at the time, it's you seem devastating. <laughs> so, yeah. Right? Yeah, so it was like we the kind end of, of the well. Yeah, it did. So if you think about like all the, the upset and how at that moment in time, if I now moving forward learn that not to let it get to me, right? And not to let it be the fear, the point at which we don't move forward from it then you can now take all the punches as they roll in and just kind of know yeah. they can roll off your back because five years from now, I probably won't even remember the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it makes exactly you a lot more brave. It does. It can make you more brave. So tell me about the, the music industry for you. What's your, what's your feeling about it today? You know, like as you're releasing this, the single, the EP, and and lining up your branding, you know, aside from what what we're bringing to the table for you, sit sitting there by yourself, how does it feel? It feels pretty surreal, to be honest. I mean, it's obviously such an early start in my career. Like this is just the beginning, but already. <laughs> the feedback that I've had on the EP and the people I've worked with and I am working with have been so supportive. And I think, you know, coming from a industry, you know, I was in musical theater, so I was in kind of the acting side of the world and then now coming and bringing it straight back to music. It's completely different. Um, I think I'm really lucky though, living in Australia, we have such a great platform for independent artists. Um, Mm -hmm. to be able to get our music out there and to become recognized. So I feel incredibly lucky that I get to do this um, every day. Um, Yeah, so I think it can only get better from here. (laughs) My father's in Australia. You know, when I was really young, we lived there. We lived in Surface Paradise, and uh, and he lives there now. So I talk to him almost every single day. (laughs) So I'm like... I'm used to the time oh, wow. zone that's changes. A, that's like an hour <laughs> away from where I am. Oh, really? That's yeah, so cool. it is, yeah, I think, yeah. right? For sure. Because Queensland, I remember, well, my mom tells me stories. When I was when I was really little, she had a bunch of uh, stores, like boutiques, on, on, I think, Cobble Avenue. And she used to drive into oh. Queensland at least once a week for all kinds of things like resources, materials, you know, to, to pick up purchases that they had going into the store. And um, on one of those trips, she actually passed, I guess there's, there must be long stretches. I'm not really sure, but there must be long stretches of beach or maybe long stretches of, of land. And she mm-hmm. found a old, like literally, not working. Well, no, she said it was running, but it was sitting by the side of the road with a for sale sign on it. And it was an old Bentley. 
And it was like at a farm. Oh, wow. And she, she pulled over. And I remember her telling me that my father was like, no, you're not getting this car. And she's like, oh, yes, I am. <laughs> and so she pulled over and she purchased this guy's old car and restored the whole thing. And I remember her saying the, the best oh thing gosh. in the world that she's always going to remember is being in Australia and turning the key and hoping and praying that that thing would start so she could get it from point A to point B. <laughs> and that's what, you know, that's what I always think that's about. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? That's of course. Awesome. Yeah, she restored the whole thing, and and I'll always remember Australia for that story because you know you just never know what's going to happen there. <laughs> so, so tell me what's have you been what's going to draw you yourself? I well, we used to live there, so I have, but not as an adult, just as a child. So for me, I remember mm-hmm. the beaches. You know, I I remember just. Yeah growing up on the beach and I remember the stores and it's um, just really good positive memories. Of course, you know, we, um, I spent a lot of time in Miami over the years and it's kind of similar if you look at the coastline. So like the weather and a lot of the things are similar. I even meet a lot of people from Australia when I'm in Miami. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. Yeah. That's so you have to come back now that you're an adult. Yeah, I will. I'll have to make a trip, right? And you can show me around. So now moving yeah. forward, what are what yeah. are your goals? What what's the thing that you most want to achieve having this recording under your belt, having this project? Um, I think right now it would be to work on more projects. I think, you know, I got it out there and as soon as it was out, I was like, Oh my gosh, when can I do more music? Um so you know, I'm writing, I'm working in the studio on my new single at the moment, which I'm so excited about. Um, so yeah, Fabulous. kind of working on new music, networking, meeting new people. Um, I would absolutely love to film a music video. So are you going I to add that sometime soon. Are you going to add music videos? I was curious because I know you have, you, you go all in on Instagram, which is Fantastic, because you found a platform, obviously, that you love. Mm-hmm. And they have everything there, right? There's live streams. You can do vertical video. There's even um, IGTV. So basically, you could capture everything you want through a social media page just with the one. But YouTube, I truly think it can't be missed. I think that every artist needs to have it for the searchability. And because it's basically yeah. like you, ha- you could have your own television show or your own network by using YouTube, um, especially with the search. So are you going to be doing more video? Are you going to make that a goal? Can we help you with that? You know, is there anything that I can do to maybe get you inspired and give you ideas moving forward? Um, Yeah, no, I'm actually in the process of my sister. I talk to her a lot about all of my creative ideas. She's also very creative. Um, We were talking the other day actually about what I can do video-wise and kind of you know, even if it's videoing when we're in the studio and putting together a project of, you know, how the song came together and, yeah, just kind of getting that base there so my fans can go and look and kind of see the behind the scenes stuff of what's going on. Well, that's amazing. I would love to see that. Of course, you know, behind the scene videos, live videos, trailers, the official video coming out, all that stuff would be amazing. Even some you know, live streams on YouTube because you can go live now. I, I want you to think of Instagram, but then think of Instagram in a YouTube app that's searchable. 
because that's basically what YouTube is turning into. It's getting all of that plus more. So in other words, not only are those videos, you know, they're, they're discoverable, but you also get Google search and on top of it, it has social, it has social aspects to it. So they, you can actually do stories in YouTube once you get to a certain level and, you know, all the things that, you know, when you're on Instagram, it'll open up different things like swipe, swipe up features and things like that. YouTube does the same thing. So if you find a way to capture your audience through, you know, the visual on YouTube and being really creative there, Mm -hmm. I think that it would be amazing. And you being a female artist, with a lot of really good content that you could be creating, I think you would do just a marvelous job with it. I would, I would consider it. I really would as a next move. Yeah, definitely. That's so interesting. I definitely didn't know that about YouTube I, at all. That's so cool that they're developing that way. It does, yeah. It's, I think it's, I would say that YouTube is going to be our next generation platform. You know, so I'm always trying to keep my eye on what I think is going to be really big. And it's already huge, right? There's already like 500 million hours of video <laughs> launching like all the time. Yeah. But if you, if you look at it like, okay, I'm an artist. This is a creative space. People are, they're consuming a massive amount of music through YouTube. So if you did covers, that's something that would be searchable. If you did your own songs, lyric videos, um, you know, and just think outside the box as far as the ability to live stream through the platform. You can even sign up with something that where you can live stream on both Instagram and YouTube at the same time. I mean, there's a lot of different things that you could do to add this to your arsenal and you would not only be capturing the ability of, of reach through Instagram, but you wouldn't be locked into just one platform that's owned by Facebook. And as we know, Facebook isn't that great as far as keeping platforms, you know, (laughs) they they kind of mess them up a little bit. And I feel that YouTube is a really, really great thing to have anyway. It's got a huge future, you know, so I I would definitely, I would definitely definitely. listen to it. Yeah. And I can help you, you know, I can help you get ideas for what you can do there and, and just to know the platform a lot better than you probably already, already yeah, do. We tend, right. We tend to think of YouTube as something that's just, oh, it's just a place where everybody goes and they watch videos, but it is huge and so social. It's amazing. Plus it's an entirely different demographic than Instagram. So it will open up a lot of doors for you. Yeah, no, it definitely sounds it. Sounds like I've got to pop that on my to-do list. Yes, it's going to be the next move, Marlo. <laughs> so nice to have you on the show. Thanks for <laughs> tuning in, and thanks for bringing bringing your music to our music community. I'm excited to have you here, and honestly, I'm really, really glad that you're going to be in touch with us, and you know, and moving forward with your career and making more songs. So, congratulations on this one. It's a good one. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much for having me today. It's been so great chatting with you. You're very welcome. Fun times for sure. I'll see you soon. And if I ever get to to Australia or you come to Canada, let me know and we'll get together. <laughs> yes, I will. Hopefully I'll take you surfing. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. That'd be amazing. <laughs> wow. She surfs too. That's too cool. That was Marlo on AVA Live Radio from Queensland, Australia, tuning in with her brand new song, The Day I Knew I Needed You. I really do love the kind of music that she creates. I think it's it's just so good for so many things. Not only is it going to be well-received by movie makers, because it is that kind of soundtrack feel, right? But I think that artists, and music fans are going to relate to what she's saying. She's a she's a songwriter's songwriter, you know. So I know that you guys that are musicians are going to love her. And also the music fans are going to appreciate what she brings to the table with the kind of music that she's writing. So I hope this artist really continues, digs her teeth, her feet in and, you know, just cuts her teeth on some really great songs and keeps producing music. I know that uh, today, you know, you just have to, really work. And if you do, and you're writing songs like this, you will certainly, certainly do well, especially with AVA Live Radio. Guys, thanks for so much for being here, listening to the episode and sharing it with a friend. Please go and check out Marlo on Instagram as well as her website, marlomusicofficial.com. She would really appreciate it. Have a great one. And I'll see you back here again tomorrow. Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, music. this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Hi, Radio. Hi, this is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jackson, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Lainey Nash, and I love AVA.